the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... podcast and it feels really good uh you know to come back we are and yes today is the day we are doing the best rookies from each nl team this time you know i I already know it's what you've all been waiting for and this is the time and this is it where we get to do it so we have our list uh and you you guys pretty much know the drill at this point um so i think we should just hop right into it uh, so we'll switch off, and I'll start off. Um, Atlanta Braves, I think their best rookie has been Ian Anderson. I think he does qualify. Uh, he's just been really good for, you know, what his production has been. Uh, he's just been a very solid pitcher, and I think he's been a big part on, uh, you know, why the uh, Braves have had some success, you know, with their pitching. Um, you know, their pitching isn't always their strong point uh, at times. Um, but Ian Anderson just seems like a really, really solid pitcher and, um, you know, you know, what his role is with the Atlanta Braves. So I think Ian Anderson um, was, you know, the clear and obvious choice here for, um, you know, the best rookie from the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his stats, he's actually not bad. 3.58 ERA. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty good. So um, the team that he definitely helped them a lot, and I feel like he can keep doing doing that. Yeah, definitely. He'll he'll be helping them in the postseason for sure. Um, next up, we got the Miami Marlins, and it was as much as you know, Josh Chisholm is cool and he's awesome and he's swagger. I think there's one teammate that he has that's better than him, and it's Trevor Rogers. Tre- Trevor Rogers truly has been, you know, the silent assassin type player, very quiet. Um, you know, he's you know a lot. Not a lot of people talk about him. He's very underrated, but he's very very good and he's very very deadly. You know, he's just a unbelievable pitcher, you know, rookie season, all-star team. You know, he has just been simply incredible for the um, by me Marlins. And he's he's making a strong case for rookie of the year, along with, you know, another prospect that we're going to mention or another player that we're going to mention uh, later in this list. Yeah, this guy's definitely um, he's become, I think, one of the top 10 pitchers in the NL. I mean, you look at his stats, he's doing really good and he's like you said he's he's definitely at he's between for and our rookie of the year it's between this guy and someone else you'll see um and probably some of you already know who it is um but 
at the point, he is just that 2.64 ERA is disgusting. He has become an insane pitcher. And I, and I see the Marlins trading him because that's kind of what the Marlins do. So it'll be exciting to see where he goes. All right, so we uh, the Mets and the Phillies don't have any uh, don't have any rookies, um, sadly. Uh, but the Washington Nationals, Brian, you want to lead us to the Washington Nationals? Yeah, um, Josiah Gray, I think that's how you say it. Josiah um, Gray. He uh, okay. He was you know all right player. Um, not much option between two guys. Got the other guy's name. Um, but yeah, it's between two guys. This time, he's not, you know, he's not anything like Trevor Rogers, but he's a solid player, solid rookie. Um, for If you see his stats, you know, he's nothing special, but um, he's good for rookie. Uh, so, Josiah Gray was, uh, you know, dealt to the Nationals in the, uh, you know, Scherzer and uh, Turner package. Uh, he was able to come over in that deal. Um, he's just been really good for what is, you know, you know, for what his numbers have shown, yes, the ERA is is, uh, is up, uh, but he's a really, really nice piece, and I think he could be in on the national starting rotation for many more years to come. This guy's only 23 years old, and he's showing some special stuff. You know, 70 and two thirds innings and 76 strikeouts. Those aren't numbers to you know push aside, uh, and I think he's going to be a good building block for the Nationals rebuild. Um, and he's just been a very solid pitcher, and I think you know he could be on that team uh, for a long time. And then now we move on over to the NL Central. And, uh, you know, for the Cubs, we initially went with Cody Hoyer, uh, a reliever out of the uh, Cubs' pen. But, uh, I, you know, I, I thought of one player, and it changed the course. Patrick Wisdom, a uh, 30-year-old rookie. He has been incredibly talented, and he's been incredibly good for the, uh, you know, Chicago Cubs. Patrick Wisdom is just a really, really nice player, and he's shown some insane power numbers for a guy that really stuck it out for a long time in the minor leagues. So Patrick Wisdom, it paid off, and it paid off in a really big way, and he's a really good player on the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, probably one of the older rookies you'll see on this list. I think he may, may be the oldest. Um, with, But his stats are good, so we don't care. And he's got 28 homers, 61 RBIs, and a batting average of 231. I feel like the average could be a little higher, but still for a rookie, I feel like this, this is very good. 28 homers, that's... That's good right there for rookie. Um, so, like you said, we picked another guy, but Patrick remember this guy. We went back to him, and he's, we picked him over another guy. Yeah. All right, now we move on to the Cincinnati Reds, and they have one player and one player only, Jonathan India, who is making, who in some people's eyes would be a lock for rookie of the year uh, in the National League. But, you know, as a baseball analyst, we know how good Trevor Rogers is. But Jonathan India, man. Just making an absolute statement in the National League. You know, the Reds aren't going to make the postseason, so that's going to hurt him along with Trevor Rogers. Um, but this is the guy that we were saying, you know, Trevor Rogers would be going up against earlier. You know, he's just really, really good. He made camp with the Cincinnati Reds um, uh, at the beginning of the 2021 season, and he has been re- a really nice second baseman for them, um, you know, come this season. So, I think the Reds definitely got a gem here in Jonathan India, and he should be in that infield for a very long time. Yeah, this guy, like you said, he's the other guy who's in um, Rookie of the Year conversation. Uh, if you look at his stats, he's got uh, 21 homers, 69 RBIs, 
and a batting average of 269. Uh, so that's those are pretty good stats for a rookie. And I'm I'm putting a lot of money on for rookie of the year on Trevor Rogers, but this guy is close second. Um, so I think he he's one of the top top rookies, and Reds are going to get a lot out of him. All right, so now we move on to the Brewers, um, and their best rookie has been Aaron Ashby. He technically doesn't qualify for rookie, but unlike the Mets and the Phillies, um, he hasn't, you know, he's been, uh, you know, he's closer to the rookie, um, you know, Mark and some other players. Um, so Aaron Ashby's a choice. Aaron Ashby's a really, really good pitcher, and if, you know, if the, if the Brewers just had to keep him on the postseason roster, he could be a really, really nice piece out of that bullpen that's, you know, already disgusting with Josh Hader and, like, Dylan Williams, Eric Lauer, and Brent Suter. I know, um, you know, Devin Williams is hurt, but, you know, I, nis- I named Brent Suter and Eric Lauer, who are going to be really, really nice pieces to go along with Josh Hader and Aaron Nashby as well. I think Aaron Nashby is going to be a part of the Brewers' success with the way he's, you know, pitching. And uh, I, I would say, look, keep an eye out for this guy in the postseason. Yeah, this could be – this guy could be good. Um, he's got a good RIA. He's – even though he's not a rookie, he's still a prospect. He can do a lot. I mean, if they use him in the playoffs, like you said, he could be do real damage um, against teams that are playing. Because Brewers, they've got a a really good bullpen, really good rotation, and add this guy in, they could help them. Um, you know, to their best guys, or maybe uh, in hurt or injured for some reason. So this guy can help them out a lot. Um, definitely, will be doing that for years to come. Um, yeah, definitely. Now for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think their best rookie has been Brian Hayes. Or, uh, I think it's actually pronounced Key Brian, so I'll I'll keep in mind uh, that. Um, Key, Key Brian Hayes has just been, you know, a nice little player. Uh, you know, not the player that everyone thought he was going to be coming into 2021. But, uh, you know, he's still a solid player. And I think, you know, with his age, only like 24, 25 years old, I think this is a guy that the Pirates can work with and, you know, build on. and. You know, maybe when the if the Pirates can compete, um, you know, he can be a big part of it um, with some tweaks. Yeah, and, um, you may he's not looking that good, but I think he has a lot of potential. And even though he's out for this season, I feel like he can get can do season. I feel like everyone kind of has hype around him, and I feel like he can do good. But right now, he's not doing that great, and he's but he's the best option for Pirates because Pirates aren't that good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, their best rookie has been Dylan Carlson, putting up some really, really nice numbers from the offensive side of the baseball. And he's just a really good outfielder. Uh, you know, with only 23 years old for this guy, I think he has seriously the sky's the limit for him. Uh, and he could be a generational talent if he can keep up the success that he has had um, for, you know, as long as his career goes. Dylan Carlson is, you know, watch out for him in the postseason. He could be a very quiet bat in that uh, Cardinals lineup, but, you know, still produce some good numbers. I mean, yeah, not the Cardinals make the playoffs. He can do he can do some serious damage. 18 homers, 265 average, um, 65 RBIs. Those are some solid numbers for a rookie. And going <laughs> to the playoffs, I think he can do some damage while he's there. Um, so that's, my, I, that's what I just think. And... I feel like you know, look out for him in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely keep an eye out for him. Uh, and now we move on to the uh, to the West Arizona Diamondbacks. 
Uh, I think their best rookie has been uh, Peyton Smith. Um, or we think that. Um, you know, we we wanted to go with um, Humberto Castellanos, but the fact that he's been up and down at the major league level, I think, hurt us or hurt him. Uh, so we went with Pavin Smith. Uh, Pavin Smith is just, you know, he's put up some solid numbers for a struggling uh, D-backs team. Um, and he's a guy that can definitely help them out uh, in the outfield department for the future. Um, you know, Pavin Smith is a nice little piece. He's a nice little player. And uh, I definitely got it that, you know, makes D-backs fans cheer when they go to the ballpark. Um, yeah, nothing, he's not a special anything, but he's, Someone you can kind of rely on because if you look at stats, he's not bad at all. Not bad at all for a rookie. 11, 11 homers, 49 RBIs, um, and an average of 268. That is that's not a bad at all for a Diamondbacks rookie. I mean, those are good numbers. And like you said, it's good for the Diamondbacks because they can you know, see if they're an okay player in their, in their ball club. So this guy, yeah, he's definitely, he's, I feel like he's just getting better when, the, um, when he gets older. Yeah, definitely with age, he'll get a little bit stronger and hopefully become a better player. Um, now we move on to the Colorado Rockies. Their best rookie has been Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers, who's a very highly touted prospect, set up some excellent numbers this year for, you know, another struggling team. You know, he's been very solid in the infield, maybe, you know, kind of showing some Arenado-type numbers. Not really, but, you know, maybe a younger um, version, you know, Brendan Rodgers is a nice little player, and, you know, we're kind of seeing the talent that he once had as a prospect, um, and, you know, he's kind of coming along. So, uh, yeah, I think Brendan Rodgers has been, you know, the Colorado Rockies' best rookie. Um, yeah, I mean, I like his name. He's second baseman. I, I like him a lot. Uh, it's 15 homers. Not bad. I like his average, 282. I think it's high for rookie and 50 RBIs. I mean, those are some good numbers for um, a rookie, especially in the Rockies. And to have to have those numbers can be really helpful for them. And like you said, he was a high prospect. So if he keeps going like this, he, I mean, like you said, he could be a little bit of an Arenado. I mean, probably not actually Arenado because Arenado is really good, but close to him because his numbers are looking solid. Yeah, definitely. Uh, third to last team here today, uh, L.A. Dodgers. Their best rookie has been Phil Bickford. Um, you know, he's put up some solid numbers in a, you know, unbelievably talented bullpen. Um, you know, he's got some numbers that, you know, look sharp, look good. Um, and he, you know, he, if he can, you know, kind of be, um, if he can be that good of a pitcher, then, you know, definitely the Dodgers will consider and keep this, consider to keep this guy around in their, uh, you know, ball club and consider keeping him around, uh, for the future of the Dodgers. And yeah, this guy's some solid numbers. An ERA of two point eight four, that's not bad at all. And he's played in fifty innings. Um like he said if in this bullpen, which is like the best in baseball for the Dodgers, I don't I don't they could keep him, but I don't see them. Uh, I feel like they're just gonna trade him probably like they always do with their young stars or with young players and get some, get something new out of a good player. Um so that's but right now, but like you said, if he keeps it up, he keeps on going up. They could, they could keep him because he's looking pretty solid right now, and I feel like he just could do better. Yeah. Now we move on to the San Diego Padres, uh, who have been disappointing down the stretch. Their best rookie, Hostel Kim. You know, not the most impressive numbers, 
But for, you know, an Asian player that's only 25 years old, you know, he can tweak, you know, his game and be a much better player. Um, and, you know, he can kind of accompany Tatis. Um, maybe if the Padres don't want Adam Frazier, um, you know, Hassan Kid can be the option if, you know, he's willing to kind of change some stuff. Maybe change his game a little bit. Um, so I think uh, Hassan Kim is a solid player and a solid athlete. Yeah, nothing special out of him. 202 average, eight home runs, 34 RBIs. Nothing, nothing great, but uh, for a team that's, you know, selling most of their rookies for these big stars, it's good for them. And I feel like if he can just get better, um, which he can do over years, he has many years left, um, he could be a solid player that might teams would want. Uh, because his stats don't look that bad. So, yeah, I think he's a good rookie and definitely best one on his team. Yeah. And uh, the last team for today, San Francisco Giants, we, which we had a lot of trouble on. Um, but at the last second, we found Lamont Wade Jr., who has been really good for this Giants team. He's been a very strong rookie for a 27-year-old, and he's put up some really, really nice numbers. And in my opinion, he's been quite a strong part or a big part of, uh, you know, why the Giants have been so successful. They've gotten the most out of him. They've gotten the most production. And he's just been really, really good. So I think, uh, you know, Lamont Wade Jr. is a great player for the Giants to look at and keep around um, for as many years as they need to. Yeah, this is, like you said, we had to track this guy down because we were looking at the Giants, we look at their players. They got so many old guys, you guys, as probably people know. And we found a few young guys, but they're all pro- still prospects, not rookies, too early. Um, but then I found this guy last second. You're just just about to write down no rookies, but I found this guy. Um, he's he's all right. You know, he's got 18 homers, 55, 55 RBIs, 255 average. Those are some solid numbers, and I think he said they're getting the most out of him, and I feel like they're going to do that in years to come. Yeah, and that's going to end our list for um, today with the National League rookies, which has been highly anticipated, I'm sure, by our fans. So that's going to pretty much wrap up the episode. And um, one last thing, we're going to talk about the wild card race a little bit. Uh, four teams, two spots. You got the Blue Jays, you got the Cardinals, or not the Cardinals, the, uh, the Mariners, the Red Sox, and the Yankees, all in the hunt. This is very, very big. Um, you know, this is a, such a tight wild card race. Literally, it will come down to the last game of the season. Um, so, Brandon, you can talk about it as a Red Sox fan, what, what this race is like. Oh, it's it's stressful. For a team that, you know, was number one in AL, it, it, to see this down low, um, you know, come cl- so close, it's, it's going to be exciting. I'm going to... I'm going to watch the games, all four of them. Go to the Ebony Network. They're going to bounce around. Um, so that, that'll that be good. And it's, it, they're all starting at the same time. Basically, the situation is Red, so- Red Sox and Yankees are in it right now. Um, a game up of the um, Blue Jays and Mariners, who are both tied. So basically, the Red Sox got to win, and the Red Yankees got to win. Um, and they say their spots, and it doesn't matter what the Blue Jays and Mariners do. But if the um, if the Red Sox lose and then the uh, Mariners win, that means that, that would say that the Mariners would go in the wild card. And that, that's staying with the Blue Jays, too. Um, so it's close. 
all teams, they're going to try to win. Um, for the games, I know Red Sox are playing the Nationals. Yankees are playing the Rays. I don't know who the Mariners are playing. And the Blue Jays, I don't know who the Blue Jays are playing. But um, Patrick, do you know who the Blue Jays, uh, Blue Jays and Mariners are playing? Uh, yes, I know who all the teams are playing. Uh, the Yankees uh, are playing the Atlanta or Tampa Bay Rays uh, at home, I believe. So they're in front of their home crowd. Boston Red Sox are in the nation's capital in Washington, D.C. against the Washington Nationals. Um, the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are playing at home. And the and another uh, team named after Bird, the Baltimore Orioles, are playing at the Rogers Center. And uh, the Halos uh, are in Seattle um, trying to stop them from, you know, sneaking into the postseason. So a lot at stake today for all these teams. Um, and, you know, the Rays are making an impact. You know, teams like the Rays, the Nationals, the Orioles, and the Angels all are in the mix uh, with this, you know, wild card race, considering that they're playing all these teams. So, you know, it's, it's definitely an interesting wild card race for sure. Um, there is a lot on the line here for every single team, um, you know, and this is going to be, this is going to be quite the um, race to the finish line. So yeah, in mean, order for the, for the Blue Jays to, and Mariners um, to make it into the playoffs for at least tie would be, they would have to win their games today and the uh, Red Sox and the Yankees would have to lose. Uh, and then if the Red Sox and Yankees win, it doesn't matter what the Blue Jays and Mariners do. They are both out. Um, so, yeah. Brandon, what were you going to say? Um, I don't know about – this probably isn't going to come out right this second. But for us, it is 3.02 right now, and the game starting in three minutes. So it's, it's going to be good. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch those these games because I want the Red Sox to win, and it's going to be exciting to see who we're going to face hopefully at the end. All right, so let's do some uh, let's do some predictions. I think the fans would love to hear some predictions. Um, so you know the Yankees have lost; they're on a two-game losing streak. The Tampa Bay Rays have clobbered them twice in a row. So I think the Yankees fall out, and I I think for me, I think it's the Red Sox win. I don't think they're beating the Nationals, considering Chris Sale is on the mound for you guys, um, and then. I think the Yankees drop out of it. I think the Rays can win this game and sweep the series. Um, but we got to look at the pitching matchup. So that's 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 what it's going to depend on. Um, so for the Yankees, it'll be Jamison Tyone. And for the um, Tampa Bay Rays, it, uh, I don't know who it's going to be for the Rays. Um For the Tampa Bay Rays, their pitcher is going to be Michael Waka. It's going to be tough, but I think the Rays can pull it out um, against Jameson Tyone, who has shown signs of struggle. So I'm going to bank on that, and hopefully the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays can beat the Yankees. And I think, you know, with the with the Blue Jays, I think, you know, when you put, um, you know, uh, Bruce Zimmerman's on the mound, for the uh, for us, the Baltimore Orioles and Hinjin Ryu is up on the mound uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays. I think you know as much as Ruth Zimmerman's a nice little pitcher, I don't think that he can win against Hinjin Ryu. Um, so I think the Blue Jays win, and I think they sneak into the playoffs. Uh, as for the Mariners, uh, I I don't know. I'd be cool to see them you know sneak in somehow, but 
I don't know. It's, as much as I'm rooting for them, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, it's going to be tough for them to, you know, try and, um, you know, creep into the playoffs. So I think it's going to be Red Sox, Blue Jays. Brandon, who do you think is going to be uh, in this uh, wild card game? Oh, obviously, I think it's Red Sox. I feel like they're facing the Nationals, who you know aren't a great team. They've kind of lost all the players straight in line, as you know. They're in the rebuild phase, so I feel like we can beat them. Yankees, like I said, I'm unsure. I feel like they're going to lose to the Tampa Bay Rays. I f- that's going to keep on going, so they're out. And I want. I'm going to go with the Mariners. I think the Mariners are going to slip in. I'm kind. I'm kind of rooting for them. I want them to get in. Um, so I think it's going to be Red Sox Mariners. I know. I want the Mariners to get in so bad. Um, actually, let's take a quick look at their pitching matchup today uh, and who they're going up against. Um, so for the Angels, no, it's Reed Detmers, the rookie. So this is going to be tough. Um, Tyler Anderson on the mound for the Mariners. I don't know. Unless the Blue Jays lose, I don't think that the Mariners get in. And it's going to be tough for the the Blue Jays to lose because, you know, they're going up against one of the worst teams in baseball, sadly. Um, I don't know. As much as I want to see the Mariners sneak in, uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. But I think at worst, I think it's going to be the the Yankees fall out of it. I think the Yankees lose to the Tampa Bay race today. So in my opinion, I think it's going to be Red Sox and then either the Blue Jays and the Mariners. Um, because I feel like they could both win their games today, and then uh, the Red Sox um, get the get the number one spot. Um, keep in so keep in mind here that we could we could have a tie. It could be a tie if say like the um, the Yankees lose and uh, Mariners and Blue Jays both win, then we have a tie. Yeah, we do. So uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens. Um, so, Brandon, you're thinking uh, Red Sox Mariners. I'm thinking that. All right. So that's gonna be, that would be interesting for you because you're you have, you have a dad from Boston and your mom is from Seattle. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I've seen this before. Boston versus Seattle in the uh, Super Bowl between the Patriots and Seahawks. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Definitely. So keep an eye on um, all the games happening today. Um, for the wild card race. Uh, hey, I mean, at least someone's going to be watching the Orioles today. Um, so that's going to pretty much wrap up the episode. We just wa- I just wanted to do the wild card, you know, talk. So that's that's pretty much going to conclude the episode from there. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.